Well, it's done. As I'm recording this, there's about two and a half minutes left of the game versus Phoenix on April 5th, 2022. But fitting as though it comes from the Phoenix Suns, because one could argue that a lot of the Lakers' bad karma happened when Andre Drummond was imitating a smiling LeBron James posting up Jay Crowder in the playoffs last year. And tonight against the Phoenix Suns, Jay Crowder's on this team. With the San Antonio Spurs winning tonight and the Lakers losing tonight, the Lakers are now officially eliminated from playoff or play-in contention. The season, for all intents and purposes, is over. There's three games left. LeBron needs to play in two of them if he wants to contend for the scoring title, which he may or may not still want to do. As a LeBron fan, I kind of want to see him do it. I understand it'll be a fairly hollow achievement if he does. Joel Embiid, for whatever reason, seems to really want that scoring title. He scored 43 tonight. He, uh, he's he been on a scoring tower lately. But yeah, it's done. It's over. The misery can stop. I am your host for this solo edition of the Ethos Lakers podcast, JC DeLeon. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram and TikTok, I believe, at JCDeLeon1. You can definitely follow me on Twitter and Instagram there. You can follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at Ethos Lakers. The thing about tonight... In the last couple of games, really, in, in all season, just so many instances of a half-court set, a Lakers miss, and then the opposing team just gets a layup. It's been happening all season. Now look, THT just got a steal and a layup, and it's not really going to matter. 35 seconds left. 121 to 108 Lakers. Yeah, that game's over. <laughs> and in the most desperate of times from the last couple of games, yeah, Frank Vogel has made some really questionable decisions. Last week, I made a video highlighting a new skill that Austin Reeves has been kind of showcasing in his ability to pass and find cutting teammates. In the last two games, since Anthony Davis has come back, it has completely eliminated... Austin Reeves rotation in the lineup which doesn't make any sense because Austin Reeves doesn't play as big and I don't know why Anthony Davis's presence would eliminate the minutes of a wing like Austin Reeves it's just been one of those puzzling things that's been frustrating time and time again the entire season and Frank Vogel's to blame he's not to blame for all of it and some of the reports starting to come out about what the offseason plans are going to be. And Frank Vogel does appear to be on his way out, according to reports. Replacement candidates could somehow be Quinn Snyder or Doc Rivers, both of whom are active coaches on other teams who are in the playoffs. And so 
if one of those two is going to be your replacement, you're not going to hear about it for a long time because the Sixers are going to go deep into the playoffs and the Jazz are going to at least go to the second round. So it's going to be some time before the coaching situation is addressed. I would almost say cut bait now and come to some sort of agreement with Frank Vogel to not have him coach the last three games and see what Phil Handy can do because he's someone that the players trust and he's been in the league a long time I know he may not necessarily be head coach material but why not give him a shot for the last three games I'm back to LeBron yeah I mean I'm not going to be upset if he goes after the scoring title I think any kind of positive you can glean from this season is going to be worth it. And as I've said many times, I mean, I, I, I do love the Lakers. They're not my all-time end-all, be-all favorite NBA team, as I don't have one all-time favorite NBA team. But I, would, I wouldn't mind seeing LeBron take a scoring title in year 19 at age 37. Because ever since he beat the Warriors in 2016, everything that he was going to do from his career from that point on, to me, was just going to be cake. And that might not be enough for some people, but it'll be enough for me. In the next coming days and weeks, the Lakers will find some way to insert themselves into the news cycle during the playoffs. They always do. If any team that's not in the playoffs would find a way to insert themselves into the news cycle it would be not just the Lakers but these Lakers it already started a couple of days ago Magic Johnson was going through the ESPN car wash at all the shows that car wash basically means going on all the shows throughout the day TV shows radios basically saying the same thing in every appearance but he's been saying some crazy things like the Lakers could have gotten DeMar DeRozan and Buddy Heald and held on to Caruso and held on to KCP. Just igniting a lot of unnecessary flames in Laker fans who are already going to be upset. And this is a very untenable time for them. It's not necessarily the time to be spouting what-ifs. I say that as... I've been saying I wasn't going to harp on the fact that I felt like all along this roster could have been constructed of LeBron James, Anthony Davis, DeMar DeRozan, THT, he would have drafted Austin Reeves, Carmelo Anthony would have come here anyway, and then he still would have kept Caruso. In the interest of maintaining positivity, I tried not to bring that up a whole lot during the season, and I probably brought brought it up a lot. Especially seeing as how DeMar DeRozan was having an MVP-type season in Chicago. And Caruso is going to make some kind of all-defensive team, whether it be first or second. Or he's going to get some all-defensive honors, which he should have had bestowed upon him as a Laker. But he's going to get those as a bull, as he rightly should. And Magic Johnson's great. It's one of the all-time greats. He's the reason the NBA is what it is today. Just watch the HBO show Winning Time to see 
the part that he played and how the game evolved into what it is today. And on a personal note, I have my own podcast where I talk about winning time called Love and Game Film. Haven't promoted it too much here because I don't know if I'm allowed to, but that's all I'm going to say about that here on this podcast. But I just, I don't want to hear those kinds of things from Magic Johnson right now. I don't even really necessarily know what it is that hardcore Laker fans would want to hear right now. There's still three games left in the season. Playoffs are done. So there's nothing to really watch for. There's nothing to stress about. There's nothing to be miserable about. If you want to take the next three games off, you can. As a fan. Why wouldn't you? Movies are starting to come back. You can watch a lot of really great movies. But if you want to see how... What kind of note this team ends the season on... I think it's going to be interesting to see, especially... When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply seeing what LeBron puts out in these three games, I don't think it's going to be, to me at least, I don't think it's as much about the scoring title as it is ending the season on as positive a note as you can. Because, as I talked about last time in the last solo episode I did, this thing may have been doomed from the start and we didn't even really know it. And maybe the Lakers knew how doomed this thing was going to be earlier than they thought. There was an interesting excerpt from the Road Tripping podcast that was hosted by Art Richard Jefferson and Channing Frye and the Lakers' own uh, Allie Clifton. And I'm going to play that clip for you here right now. This is why I believe that the Lakers are acting professionally and what is wrong with their situation. In any situation, if you're in a bad work environment, you're in a bad relationship, you just numb yourself. You just take away any emotion. You take away any intensity. You're just floating, right? Because if not, you're going to go on the emotional highs and roller coasters. You're going to be screaming. You're going to be yelling. And you're like, fuck this. I'm just going to get through this. And then what happens is, is once you disengage, then you're not invested. You're not locked in. You're not doing any of these things. When I watch them, they don't argue. You have yet to hear bronze like complain about Russ, AD complain about. You've never seen guys cussing at each other on the court. They are truly being professional because they want to fucking kill each other. That's what's going on. They all want no, and I'm not saying individually. No, I'm totally, it's just you're like totally they're right. pissed off. Yeah, I'm like they want to kill each other because they're all mad at each other. They're mad at themselves, and they can't vocalize it. That's a really interesting sentiment. When you think about one of the things that Ethan and I love to talk about is the chemistry makeup of any team, because it's more important than you think. The 2016 championship team that Richard Jefferson and Channing Frye were a part of, that LeBron James beat the Golden State Warriors with, that has been one of the greatest example, recent examples 
of fantastic team chemistry. And even the 2020 championship Laker team, those seemed like a group of guys that genuinely liked each other. And what have you seen from this season? Yeah, Richard Jefferson is pointing out that you're not seeing a lot of fighting. You're not seeing a lot of finger pointing. And even the thing about LeBron not necessarily calling out. LeBron hasn't built any expectations for this team. You haven't seen that. You saw it. The last time you saw it from a LeBron team was 2018. When he was constantly talking in the media about possibly about Kevin Love and the teammates that ended up getting traded. And that was the last team before this Laker team that he took to the finals. And what did we see in the second game of this season? We saw a fight on the bench with Anthony Davis and Dwight Howard. We haven't seen anything like that since. It makes you wonder if internally these guys knew all along, even from that point early on in the season, that this thing was doomed from the beginning. You never quite saw Anthony Davis and Dwight Howard seem to like to interact with each other ever again, really. I saw it a little bit these last couple of games, but just, you don't see it as much. Even Anthony Davis. You heard stories about him trying to be that leader, and these these guys not really buying it. His body language on the bench when he's been injured a lot this season hasn't exactly been great. LeBron and Anthony Davis haven't been as engaged with this team when they've been sidelined. It does make you wonder if they knew all along that this thing was doomed. Like I alluded to the last time I recorded. And is there even any value to being the kind of team that fights with each other that way? I'd argue yes. The Miami Heat, currently the number one team in the East, last week had a very public, very ugly fight on their sideline. It involved Jimmy Butler. It involved Udonis Haslam. It even involved head coach Eric Spolstra, who exhibited a type of fiery passion that you haven't seen at all out of Frank Vogel this season. I don't know what Frank Vogel looks like when he's mad. I don't look. I don't know what he looks like when he's annoyed. I just that's not a great sign. You know, Quinn Snyder, Doc Rivers, those potential names as replacements. You can see their intense moments. I'm not really a huge fan of either. I don't know how good a coach Doc Rivers really is. I think I think his success has been a byproduct of. Some really great rosters. Schematically, I just I don't know how good a coach he is. But I know the players respect him, and I know that he expects a lot out of players. So as far as where the Lakers go from here, we just gotta wait. And the good thing is, three games left in the regular season and the playoffs. Which will be fantastic, by the way. John Morant. He's going to go off in the playoffs. Luka Doncic. Luka Doncic. 
is such a refreshing superstar in the league. He's the anti-James Harden, in my opinion. And I say that knowing full well that in any crazy world, there could end up being a dumb trade of Russell Westbrook for James Harden or something like that. And then all of a sudden now I got to watch James Harden play alongside LeBron James. I'm hoping that doesn't happen. That probably wouldn't happen. But we didn't necessarily think Russell Westbrook was going to happen either. But Luka Doncic, he, every season he plays better as the regular season gets further and further along. He's been on a crazy scoring tear lately. And in the playoffs, it's been proven since the bubble. He just delivers in the playoffs. He's such a fun player to watch in the playoffs. Not so much October, November, but March, April, that's Luka time. That's, that's a good time to watch him. Don't know how much we'll record during the playoffs. Probably some. And, you know, as I have more and more thoughts during the playoffs, as Ethan has more and more thoughts during the playoffs, if any news from the Lakers breaks during the playoffs, obviously we'll respond to that. I'm going to be making some video clips on our Instagram page, similar to the one I made for Austin Reeves and his passing ability. So look forward to things like that. But we're going to go ahead and keep this one short and sweet. It's uh, not a happy time for anyone. Lakers are eliminated from the playoffs. The season is over. Even though there's three games left. Real quick before I sign off. Wanted to tell you guys that you can still use the code HOOPBALL20. That is our old name. But it's the same promo code, HOOPBALL20 at manscaped.com for 20% off your order and free shipping. You can also check out our pals at mybookie.ag. Use code HOOPBALL there on the third page of sign up and you'll unlock a deposit match bonus. So, manscaped.com, HOOPBALL20, mybookie.ag, HOOPBALL. But don't forget that the name the name of the show is now Ethos Lakers. <laughs> Uh, as stated earlier, you can find me on Twitter at jcdeleon1. You can find me on Instagram on there as well at jcdeleon1. You can follow Ethan on Twitter at Ethan underscore Noroff. You can follow the show on Twitter, Instagram at Ethos Lakers. And until next time, hopefully during better times, we are out.